0: you are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices.
1: Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in him and it's hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only
2: one in your camp with cheese. You
1: pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep, nice. No names, these are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home, you must admit it's kind of eerie, baby.
3: Like Kim the sky. Grand rising everybody. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. We got a great show for you today. I'm telling you, this has been an art-filled week, and I'm so excited to have a whole crew here from Acts on Stage. It's a real Acts on Stage takeover today, because I get to chop it up with my bro, Isaiah Anderson Jr. in the building. He's going to be laying the foundation about this amazing upcoming show they have called Pipeline. we got to make sure y'all get those tickets. And then I get to speak to two of the cast members from this show as well. I'm so excited because Joshua and Rosa are in the building. They're going to be telling us about their experience. Um, Of course, anytime we can get some phenomenal actors in the building, y'all know I'm a geek out. So I'm really thrilled today to have all of them in the building. But of course, it is the top of the show right now. So it's a perfect time for you to tag and share this stream right here. That's right. Go ahead, tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. And if you can't watch us, don't worry, we have you covered. You can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whichever one is your favorite. There's like 200 plus platforms. We're on all Of them, so just search for us and y'all will find us there. I want to give y'all a huge shout out for sharing the stream and the podcast. We appreciate you experiencing this growth alongside us here at the day with Trey. Thank you for all of that amazing sharing you're doing. Well. I get to share a moment right now with Isaiah Anderson, Jr., one of the founders of Acts on Stage. Hi, Isaiah. That's good, Trey? How are you? I'm good, love. I'm good. Yeah, well, I'm seeing you out there in the community doing your thing. I love seeing you at through the eyes of art. You know, as an MC, of course, you bring this flair of comedy, but you bring such a strong dynamic of storytelling with Acts on Stage, and I've gotten to see your work, and I'm always blown away. Tell us a bit about this story here, Pipeline.
0: Pipeline. Awesome story. Awesome story. Awesome play. Um, one, I have to give credit to, you know, my, my my main get down, Michelle Lang Raymond, who said, I said, we got to do this piece. We got to do this piece. And I was like, well, it's already done here. I don't want to compete with nobody else. And she said, just read the story. And I did. And I fell in love with the story. Mm. And Because the name is Pipeline, a lot of people will think, oh, school to prison pipeline, and it has an essence of that in it. But it's about stories. It's about family. It's about relationships. It's about how dysfunction will lead a young black or kid of color into that school to prison pipeline with no way out. Mm. And so this story is just very powerful. It's about family. Um, and the relationships that stem from home, that bleed into the community, that'll bleed into the schools, that will ultimately have our young men bleeding in the prison systems.
3: Mm. You know, this right here is, uh, you know, I think for so many of us, one that hits close to home. And particularly when we talk about story, oftentimes what I experience in any type of live theater is how do I see myself in the story? Absolutely. You know, one of the ways that you all have really anchored uh, your lived experience, you and Michelle. In the work you do is to really be intentional about the stories y'all pick up. Tell us a bit about that process because you're saying, you know, yeah, it's been done before, but there's something clearly very different that acts on stage and you pulling together a cast, y'all bringing forth this story that can really be different for others. Tell us about that process.
0: Absolutely. The process is really, Trey, if I can be 100 with you, it's about how God moves in our lives. It's Mm -hmm. how the purpose of acts on stage is that we want to give voice to people of color and and people of faith Um, and so it's always with that that we feel like we need families and and our audiences to see themselves right and and the cast will tell you whenever i'm working with them it's all about what the audience member is going to take away what is it they're going to sit and go yep i know somebody like that or that's me right and it's very important so michelle and i will sit you know, and talk about the show and the, the, the direction in which we want the show to go. Um, and when it's all said and done, we've man, we walk away with a great piece, um, with great experiences and audience members, of course, at acts on stage who get to you know experience the Q&A afterwards. Just sit in exactly what we want them to sit in.
3: Yeah, uh, there there's also something I think that's unique about the approach acts on stage takes when it comes to casting. And I would love to hear that from your perspective, because sometimes folks don't understand the logistics behind pulling a show like this together. Tell us uh, some of that process that you go through to say, you know, we need to put the notice out there. But the audition process and everything else, a lot of times that can be strenuous for young actors coming into <laughs> it. Um, but br- being able to bring that kind of community feel and that relationship uh, forward uh, in that process, tell us how you take that on.
0: Whew. My audition process is that of just, I got to feel it, right? Michelle and the rest of the crew will take care of the technical stuff. Of, I said, we're going to get it out there. We're going to put this out there. And when I'm in front of the the auditioners, I'm just feeling, I'm just getting a feel of, Ooh, this person would be great. And that person will say to me, I've never done this before. And I'm like, I'm not tripping. I got you. And so it's about feeling. It's about, you know, can they relate to the story? Um, of course us being a theater that is community based, I always want to ask the question, Hey, is there anything in life that's going to prevent you from really living into this character? Right. And we've had some people go, you know, one young lady in particular <laughs> told me, she said, you know, I'm just thinking I got a bunch of followers, so I can't, you know, have anything to do with drinking or anything like that. So in the scene where there's drinking, I'll just say none for me. Thank you. And I <laughs> told her, none for me. Thank you. Right. You know, God, I'm about to get on. <laughs> and, um, but it's about feeling. And, and, and so we get people who have come and have never touched a stage before, but are capable of through the work that we do at on Stage bringing it to life. And so it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience. Every time for me, it's new.
3: Well, that's what I was going to ask you about, because you you do work with a lot of folks who have never done it before, and that means you're guiding them through this process to embed a new character, and oftentimes that means that they have to be drawing from their lived experience in order to really bring that that, that emotionality and that characterization out for the audience to be able to az- absorb them, Absolutely. but that means there's something special in your sauce that you're putting in the mix right, to really work with folks who have never done done it before. And I know there's a lot of theaters who will stray away from that. Um, But y'all lean into that. You know, why is that important in terms of the approach that acts on stage takes to bring these works out to the community?
0: I'll say it's more about me and my background that I've never technically been trained. You know, I I got my chops when I was 13, 14, back home in Chicago, performing, uh, doing shows and dance contests. And then I come to Seattle and I was blessed to be engaged with the Langston Hughes Cultural Arts Center at the time. And so having mentors like Umeme and Steve Sneed and Darcell and Dr. Tanya Petterford Waits, those individuals really allowed me to just use what it I had naturally. And so I took that and said, well, I want to use what everyone has naturally. Right. And it's harder, believe it or not, to work with people who have been trained. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then you got to break down all of that training um, to get them to do what you need them to do. Um, And so it's it's really my own experience that I'm allowing to go, don't pigeonhole anybody because they don't have training because you didn't.
3: Well, you know, earlier this week, I got to tap in with Sam and Elias and uh, learn more about Renaissance 20 and that there is, you know, acts on stage saying we're going to really open up our doors to usher in, you know, opportunities for young talent to find their voice and to kind of anchor themselves in the field of creativity. Just quickly, you know, tell us how how you see that process working in terms of what you just described, working with folks who have never done it before. Now it's going to be a bunch of young folks that get to actually have that experience as well.
0: Well, I think number one, you just mentioned Sam and Elias, my God, those two individuals alone. Uh, And then we have, you know, Erica Walker, who's going to be teaching choir and vocals. And so just bringing in the right people acts on stage, like in anything in life for us has always been about team. Mm -hmm. It's been about who we can get to work with us. And so it becomes, you know, the aura and the, and the just everything in what we do. We want the culture to be that of you be you, and then we can make things happen together.
3: Yeah, well, thank you so much for being you uh, and for bringing these opportunities out to folks who have never touched a stage, but then who really emote so well the audience sees themselves in it and yes. feels every word. I can't wait to see Pipeline. I'm so excited uh, to be there. Make sure folks know how they get their tickets. Where do they go? When does the show start? Look right there. Let them know.
0: Here you go. Listen, if you go to our website, <laughs> that's on stage.com, you will find everything. I promise you, every social media, tickets, our show, right, slash pipeline is where you go. And, and, and it's all good. Uh, Michelle going to kill me. But anyway, this there. is how we get down. Trey, can I say this? Please. You are the queen of queens oh. when it comes to this work. You are awesome. And everything we see you do, we're so proud of you, man. And it's just, you just continue doing you. Thank man, I, you. Making this city, this state, this, this, this culture proud.
3: Oh, yes. thank you. Yes. That means the world. Yes. From a young girl who grew up at Langston to new Black arts, like all of the things that I was able to do, it's the community that anchors me yes. and allows me to do this work. Thank you so much. You You're it. I will. I will take that with me forever. Oh, my goodness. Y'all, it's already love filled up in the building. I'm so excited because Rosa and Joshua are up next. We get to hear about their personal experience bringing these characters to life for Pipeline. So y'all don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. What's up, everybody? You know, me and Besa, my girl, we had to pull up to Market Street shoes once again, y'all. And you know, we do this every season. We have to get the new shoes, the new boots. And this time I even got a coat. Yeah, No, you did walk in without a coat. I'm glad you found one. But (laughs) their boots were on point. Yes, the boots, the bags. I even grabbed a flannel. Yeah, you did. You know, and I was able to get some hats and everything. I was really impressed and you know I was impressed because of course I got those white boots that you guys see me wearing everywhere these days yeah no I I look at your white boots and I'm like darn it they only have one pair me and Basa wear the same size of course every time we walk out with several bags in hand several bags and sometimes even a backpack you guys make sure
4: you check out Market Street shoes
3: yeah please deck them out where they go Basa Ooh, 2232 Northwest Market Street Seattle Washington
2: this winter, Seattle Opera presents the world premiere of A Thousand Splendid Sons. Based on the best-selling novel by Khalid Hosseini. this new opera tells the breathtaking story of two Afghan women brought together under the brutal Taliban rule. There has never been a more important time for this story to be on stage. Make this world premiere part of your plans today. Don't miss A Thousand Splendid Suns, February 25th through March 11th at McCall Hall. Details at seattleopera.org.
3: A time was had at Sankofa got to thank all of the folks who came down and shared their phenomenal stories the work they're doing in community shout out to all of our converged family who came down and taped their shows there as well and everyone who made this such a phenomenal time of course y'all know I was inspired by these phenomenal folks and their stories of how their lived experience is paving the way thank you Sankofa Theater we love and appreciate you What up, y'all?
4: T-Dub here, as always, bringing you the news and art funding and opportunities. This year's Four Culture Project grants are live now, and here's what you need to know to apply. Four Culture Project grants fund cultural activities and projects throughout King County. If you are an individual or group with arts, heritage, or preservation at its core, then this funding is for you. And if you're new to the grant application process, 4Culture hosts virtual workshops and has a team of grant managers ready to assist you in the process. The deadline to apply is March 23rd. Head over to 4 for more.
2: This winter, Seattle Opera presents the world premiere of A Thousand Splendid Sons. Based on the best-selling novel by Hamid Hosseini. this new opera tells the breathtaking story of two Afghan women brought together under the brutal Taliban rule. There has never been a more important time for this story to be on stage. Make this world premiere part of your plans today. Don't miss A Thousand Splendid Sons, February 25th through March 11th at McCall Hall. Details at seattleopera.org.
3: Welcome back, everybody, to the Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I am so excited. This has been an amazing discussion already, and it's just going to continue. I got Rosa Nicole Booker and Joshua Micah Webb in the building. What's up, y'all? Hey, hey. hey how are you doing I'm um, well. How are you? Not
4: bad. I'm excited to be here with you. Yeah,
3: well, I, I'm going to start with you, Rosa Nicole. Tell us uh, what got you into acting and theater. Give us your background story.
4: My goodness. I really started doing theater and acting when I was nine, doing musicals, and then moved up to doing theater, actually um, with Michelle Lang Raymond in Heart and Soul. I did that all through school up into college and then majored in theater and dance at Chapman.
3: Wow, you know know it's serious when we take it to the college level. That's real serious. (laughs) Uh, Joshua, for you, what was your background? What did it look like for you to even get into a position where you're now gonna be one of the characters in Pipeline?
1: Uh, I can't lie. I was at a re- the restaurant, classic Siberian uh, serving. <laughs> I saw them at uh, one of the tables in the bar. Uh, Tony was like, "Oh, they want your, they want your number. They want to communicate with you on something." And uh, she, Miss Michelle, actually reached out her number to uh, Tony and was like, "Give that to Josh. Make sure uh, he reaches out." And then uh, texting Michelle and they're like, "We have an audition for you to play on this." Uh, Character called Amari in Pipeline. And I'm like, uh huh. I was like, it's my first time acting ever. So I'm like, man, I'm like, We'll see how this goes.
3: (laughs) Well, you know, that's what Isaiah was just talking about. Right. It's the, it's a feel it's understanding, like being able to spotlight talent, even when you're not trying. Right. So I love hearing that story because it's real. And it also allows people to understand like they can do this, whether you have the not since nine, like I say all the time, Mm -hmm. I started when I was nine or like, Hey, I, I, I got into this role and it's really, I want to hear from you. How is it working for you? Because it's your first time. How are you really resonating with the character that you're portraying?
1: Um, at first, I can't lie, like the first couple of weeks when we were doing the readings in that room and everything <laughs> like that, um, I was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this is totally for me, but as soon as we started getting to the scenes and Isaiah started directing, letting me know where his emotions were and everything like that, uh, or what I needed to have, with the certain emotions with this character, Mari, I started to have some fun with it. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, this is something that I can actually like, potentially love. Um, this is something of a future I potentially want to have. Um, I'm just blessed. I'm blessed to be in this opportunity and uh, to be with wonderful co-characters and uh, it's just an amazing moment for me.
3: Well, you know, I'm excited to hear more about this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take a short break real quick. We'll be right back, y'all. Welcome back to The Day With Trey. Uh, Thank you so much to our production team for making sure we can hear everyone here. Uh, But Joshua, you were just explaining how now that character is really resonating with you. And I know uh, Rosa Nicole, I mean, emotion and characterization is such key elements to bringing any character to life. Tell us how you've been able to do that throughout the experiences that you've had on stage and doing theater. My goodness. I think when you live a little bit of life and you meet characters throughout your life, every
4: day, everywhere you go, and pulling a little bit from that, I'm absolutely able to do that as well with Pipeline, having been a student in these classrooms, having been in situations where I'm also pouring into students in classroom settings, and then being a mom myself. So there's lots to draw from just being a,
3: a member of the community in general. Yeah. Well, Joshua, you hit on it a bit earlier in terms of like connecting with the cast members and, uh, you know, really building those relationships. Oftentimes you may go into something and not know anyone. So I want to hear from both of you how that's working in terms of connecting with the other cast members and pipeline. I'll start with you.
1: Well, you know, like I said, it's my first production, so I, you know, walking into this, I didn't know how, you know, the connections would be with other co-characters. I didn't know how, if we would have good relationships and everything like that. But, you know, like I said, all these people that I've worked with in this past month or two, been, it's been yeah. just phenomenally fun, you know, uh, it makes me feel better to stay in character because I just call everyone by their names. <laughs> like Naya, <laughs> Don, Xavier, you yeah. know. I just, when I'm with them, I stay in character. I stay Omari. And uh, it's definitely some fun because they push me to want to be, like, more of the Omari that's in the play that we're reading, that we're working on to be every day.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's important. How about for you, Rosa? Oh, man. Joshua is so
4: right about what he's saying. Like, even backstage, he's... Hey, mom. (laughs) It's really fun and it's funny. We have a really immediate connection um, with all of us on the cast, getting to know each other. I've only known two of the cast members prior to this and even just getting to know them more during this production. It's been great. And he resembles my son in real life a little bit. So (laughs) that's been kind of funny to talk about.
3: Well, you know, when you talk about bringing your lived experience into it, that's so key. Uh, But also there's something really special about the way that acts on stage approaches theater work and bringing these works out to the public. I'm going to start with you, Rosa Nicole, because you've done this before. Tell us how different you're experiencing it now that you're working with acts on stage.
4: You know what? It just really feels like a return to home. I have not been on the stage since shortly after um, undergrad, and it just feels natural. Like, it just fills the space that I'm supposed to be. So no matter what I've done in between and what I might ever do after this, um, I just am enjoying that I feel
3: at home right there. It's beautiful to hear that. And uh, I want to ask you, too, because when you think about life experiences in general, how is this impacting you personally, Joshua, in your actual life?
1: Uh, it's impacting me, I think, real good because, uh, you know, I have, I like to, I like to say I have multiple dreams that I want to pursue and everything like that. And I didn't know acting was one of them, you know? And then, um, when Isaiah and Michelle came up to me with this opportunity, you know, a part of me was like, Ooh, what if I, what if I fail? You know, what if I don't do good at this? What if I, you know, have stage fright or something like that? Um, but I just knew deep down in my gut, I was like, this is an opportunity that I can fall in love with and make make this into a career, a job. And so far, everything is... My gut feeling has never lied because <laughs> wow. this is what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I, I got to tell you, that's really inspiring mm-hmm. for me. I, you know, when, when I think about the first time that I was like, I really want to do this, mm-hmm. I, I always tell this story about seeing Felicia V. Loud in oh, Roll, so... Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry. Mm-hmm. And she played this amazing character, but she was. Phenomenal with her acting, and then she started singing, and then I—I I mean, I was like in a vortex of like, "Oh my gosh, like I need to figure out how to do that." And so there's always these moments, these kind of anchor moments that draw you into it. Clearly, Joshua, this is one for you. What was that for you, Rosa Nicole, when you think about some of those first experiences that really drew you in to this lane of creativity?
4: Yeah, you know, it's funny. Like I say, I started at nine. I think because. As parents, you might relate to this, you put your kids in stuff because you want them to be active. And when I was 12, it was really me kind of following along my brother doing theater. And I just happened to pick up the script and just be there reading it and falling in love with all these characters. And that's where that was really birth. I mean, I didn't think at 12, this was something I was gonna be doing now. Um, but just having that compassion, being able to step on the stage and share a story with someone in a way that they were going to leave being uplifted, um, having their eyes open and just being able to feel good about where they are in life. That is a passion of mine.
3: Mm, I I love this. Uh, Lastly, I get to ask both of you. I mean, when you think about, uh, playing these characters and maybe something you really want the audience to walk away with after coming to see Pipeline. I'll start with you, Joshua. Like, what is the the thing that you're like, I really hope they feel this or I really want them to walk away with this specific thing after seeing this amazing show both of you are in? Uh,
1: definitely the emotion. Uh, I want people to understand when you see the story and you're starting to hear it piece by piece, I want you to understand how much Amari is going through. And then uh, you see people around the circle of his relationship are kind of, you know, irritating them more and more. I want you, I want the audience to feel that emotion that I bring because, you know, this is something that African-Americans go through on a daily basis, a uh, broken system within the system and even relationship families. So I want you guys to feel my pain when I'm out on that stage. Like I am really Omari.
3: Phenomenal.
4: What about for you, Rosa Nicole? My goodness. Um, I want them to leave knowing that each piece matters. Your relationships at home, your relationships at school, what society feeds you, what the media feeds you, all of those things matter and pour into who we show up as every day. This is not just the theater. This is how I feel in real life. Any interaction I have with someone, I want them to leave with that. Like it's not just this individual silo that we're living in on an island by ourselves. We're all relating to each other And so those individual relationships are so important and that we really have to work hard on harnessing those so that we can propel forward to be these, um, I don't want to say whole people, but just to be these people that have support from all spaces.
3: I just want to thank you both for not just being in this show, but for spending some time with me today to really give us an inside look into who you are and for us to all be drawn into the characters you're portraying in Pipeline. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua, for saying yes and for stepping out on a new territory, because now we're all going to get to experience your greatness on that stage. And Rosa Nicole, is great to hear that you are back on stage and bringing it back full force with Axe on Stage. Both of y'all, thank y'all so much. Of Thanks course. For thank
1: us. you for having
3: us. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh, y'all, I told you, it is artistically filled and phenomenal today. Of course, I get to wrap all of this up right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Welcome back, everybody. Everybody to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a phenomenal Thursday we were able to bring forth for all of y'all today. I'm so excited that Acts on Stage was in the building in the ways they were. Huge shout out to my guests today, Isaiah. We had Rosa Nicole in the building and Joshua, all of them sharing their experience and why they are bringing it forward in Acts on Stage not just pipeline, but also really building such a phenomenal foundation for us and community to know that we have an amazing theater that is showcasing works that we can all connect to. I want to encourage y'all. Of course, I was inspired by all of their sharing. I want you to be inspired as well. But also, you know, be a part of your community. That's what Acts on Stage represents for me. They have come to light and brought all of their decades of experience for all of us to be able to support, but also to be patrons of and to appreciate and be entertained by. When I tell y'all that it's on us to be a part of our communities in that exact same way, it means that you got to step outside of your comfort zone sometimes as Joshua shared that he did and now him playing this character in Pipeline means that he gets to experience the levels of emotionality that he's bringing forward into the character but if he just said no, if he just stayed in this comfort zone, none of us would be able to experience the greatness that he's going to be pouring out on that stage. And it's just a reminder for all of us to get outside of our own boxes. When we do, we allow others to tap into our greatness as well. And that's what community building is all about. So be inspired y'all to see yourself as a part of the solution, as my guests here have today. Of course, for me, until tomorrow at 11 a.m. y'all. Peace out.